Wednesday afternoon, this is the Master on Hokanui, catching up with Peter Allen, deer farmer based at the Glen Ewer, not far out of Balfour. Uh, Peter, good afternoon, how's things? Pretty good, Andy, although as we discussed, it's pretty jolly wet, but well forecast. I mowed the lawn yesterday afternoon. I can't remember it mowing it so late in May. Yeah, and you often get a precursor like that with a breeze and warm temperature before you get rain, and I see we're going to get this for the next uh, 36 odd hours. So, yep, just the, the vagaries of this time of the year, and uh, water levels are pretty damn high at the moment, and uh, certainly a turnaround from two months ago. Have you had any frosts there at the Glen Ewer yet? No, mild, but sort of go off in an hour. You know, I went through Tapanui uh, with the motorbike yesterday, and, and it got down to two degrees heading through that part so not quite frost but borderline um but yeah look as we get closer to the actual winter uh we'll get a few more frosts yeah that's for, that's for certain one thing um how's things looking on the farm at the moment though given the way the weather's been pretty kind yeah nice and green good color around and and uh yeah pretty good we started feeding out baleage um what we do with the deer and is we don't put any feed on the ground and we've got these purpose-built craters cradles and put baleage in feeders and the animals can um, basically ad-lib feed but we they they basically eat when they want to not when you want them to and some mobs are going through baleage a bit quicker than others and I said to you off air that there's quite a variability um, in dates for weaning for deer farmers and, and a lot of it has about you know your climatic conditions leading into your autumn um, if it's extremely dry, then then yes, you're probably better off to wean prior to the raw. If you've got really good feed levels right through your autumn, um, I would tend to err on the side of leaving the fawns on their mothers. And in 42 years, we've never weaned before sort of end of May, um, just because it works really well. You feed the fawns well, but we're also giving the fawns an opportunity to to feed on um, winter feed that they'll be going on to after the weaned by way of leaving them on their mothers. And their mothers are the best trainers to take them to that good quality baleage. So they've had four weeks of that now, and by the time they get weaned, they'll have eight weeks and hit the, hit the ground running. Having a lot of flexibility regarding weaning times, though, it's got to be a good thing. Yes, it is, and it's quite different to all the other livestock. Um, but you, you know how dry it can get through Central Otago, Canterbury, and different parts of the North Island. And, and a lot of guys will start feeding the weaners on grain and supplementary feed at the end of February and, and weed them early because you, you cannot leave fawns in a really dry season on their mothers. That, that just uh, leads to very low conception rates. It's no different to any other stock trying to flush your hinds on good feed, but that, that's the rationale. Talking to David Stevens last week, Pete, he seemed pretty optimistic around the schedule going towards $10 at some stage this season. Yeah, that's amusing coming from Dave. Uh, uh, the, the venison's very much a byproduct of his stud operation and he's sort of heading out of the deer industry, but he always keeps a keen eye on it because at the end of the day, it underpins your live sales. And uh, we're, we're flat at the moment, and a lot of that, Andy, has to do with the fact that it is downtime for the venison companies, um, no different to any of the other livestock. Uh, your peak seasons are through your September, October, right through to March for venison. Um, I know one of the bigger companies down here, Alliance, has actually had a lot of trouble getting staff to fill all the beef vacancies, so they're taking all the venison plant into the beef, which I think is a really smart move. Uh, they've retained staff, and to kill venison, they've got their Smithfield plant up Canterbury, so that's working really well, and that's why we're not seeing schedule rises at the moment, because it is um, in that downtime of the 
the year and not a lot of animals if any are being um, slaughtered at the moment but we expect to see schedules tweaking back up August September. Just adaptation though for the new normal going forward knowing all these workers have gone home the realisation is there we don't know when we're going to get them back as well and that's across anything and everything you don't need me to tell you that. No, no, but the biggest constraint through all the COVID period was getting our venison to the market, um, whether it be the eastern seaboard of the US or, or into Europe. And now some of those, um, you know, sea freighting prices are starting to come back. So that's lending towards um, better return for farm gate prices. So that's, that's all good in the next 12 months. We don't like to look too much further than that, Andy, because it's, it's unrealistic to say the least. Last week, Pete, you were up in Auckland at a rural vet veterinary practice conference. What happened there? How was that? Yeah, dead right. That's the AAVP, like you just said, um, Association of Rural Veterinary Practices Conference. Um, I've actually avoided Auckland for 36 years, so I think I've done pretty well in that respect. You've done really but, well. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and on purpose. But look, it was really well run, and it was really good. Not too big that you couldn't get around and um, talk to a lot of the other um, representatives, but Morgan Green, the CEO of Northern South and Vets that, that I'm the chair of, um, he was up there and, and great company as always. But um, the guys that we, um, you know, uh, got around with and um, consulted with and just uh, had a really good chinwag with was were really valuable. And, and the one glaring thing, Andy, was um, there's no one size fits all as far as veterinary entities go. Uh, it, it seems to be that, you know, some practices are ge geographically quite widespread and therefore they have a different setup. Um, there's no two practices of uh, representatives that I talk to have got the same um, setup, really. Uh, some have got uh, non-veterinary owners and just hire the vets. Some are a little bit smaller and only have half a dozen vets, and then you've got right up to having 80 salaried vets for some Tar Taranaki, Hawara, Matamata, Waikato areas and things like that. Um, Northern South and Vets that I was representing are also part of CBS Vets, which has Edendale, Northern South, and Clutha. Clutha was well represented, and, and, and there's always commonalities that, um, you know, issues and things like that, staff, staff retention, looking after your staff, and and all the rest of it, and and uh, but it was really, really good. Uh, the first day was a field day north of Auckland up to a place that I hadn't been before, um, around the Kuiper Heads, uh, to a, a dairy farm that was fully automated, um, 600 dairy cows being fully robotic milked, and, and they actually held back 100-odd cows to milk and show us all. And you might think for a deer farmer that's not great uh, interest, but it was, and I really enjoyed it, and... You know, a lot of the representatives from the veterinary entities there were dairy farmers, but it's amazing the commonalities that you have um, in amongst all this. And on the way back, we called into, I think it was Matakana. Uh, it stopped raining for a while there. We had an afternoon, afternoon tea at, at a place called Sculpturium, which is worth a visit. And uh, really good guest speakers that same night. So that, that really full-on two full days from 8 o'clock till 6 o'clock at night. And... and uh, you know, it was well worthwhile, Andy. You haven't been to Auckland for how many years? 36. You've done well. You've done really well. Haven't had the interest to go to the ASB Classic or an AB's game or anything like that, Pete? No, that time of the year is just ridiculously busy on the farm. Oh, for sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Easier to watch it. Uh, it gets rained out too much for my liking. Like, it rained pretty much the four days that I was there. 
and and I know Auckland's fairly notorious for that, and and they've certainly had you know six months of rain, um, you know, in the last six months, that's for sure. Hey, Pete, we'll leave it there. Appreciate your time as always on the muster. Thanks, Andy. Cheers. Peter Allen there, deer farmer based out at Glen Ewer, not far out of Balfour. Up next, we'll catch up with Penny Simmons. She is MP from Invercargill.